What's up? Oh, you know. <laughs> yeah, sorry, like um, nothing, really. I've been, yeah. I'm stuck inside, you know? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. We've all been, we've all just been kind of make, we've all just been kind of vibing and surviving. Yeah. I decided to mix it up this week by uh, leaving work very early on Friday and then working today instead. <laughs> um, God. Because we just need that sort of excitement sometimes, in our lives. Yeah. Sometimes you need to do that flexibility. Like, like last, like last Monday when I got way too stoned the night before and slept through my alarm and didn't go to class. <laughs> On, on Monday. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, like, the thing is that, like, weed doesn't make me really sleepy anymore unless I have too much of it. Like, uh-huh. what it does is, it, like, it makes me want to, like, like, this is probably tied to some other part of my brain, but, like, I want to maximize the amount of time that I have because I don't get to get stoned that often anymore. Sure. So now I'm just yeah, like, okay, okay I got to stay up as late as possible to, you know, maximize it. If I go to bed at midnight, I'm really just leaving some, I'm really just leaving some, some kind kush on the table. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Do you want to talk about getting too stoned? I'm so I'm so bad at smoking weed because I don't do it. It's not my preferred way to uh, intoxicate okay. my body. <laughs> I'm something um, of an expert. <laughs> I'm quite bad at it. Um, but my roommate just bought a brand new bong, um, and on Friday evening, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be adventurous and try try it out. Um, and I took way too big of a oh, bong no. hit and it killed me immediately. <laughs> I was like, and I'm like, it's every time. Every time I smoke weed, this is what happens. Except for last night where I tried again and was much more <laughs> successful. But like, That's every it time. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just like, I'm like immediately falling through the universe. Yeah. And I'm like, I have to go to bed right now. <laughs> it's 9 p.m. and I have to go to bed. I don't know if I told this like story anyway before, but the first time I used a bong, I did do the thing in that vine where the kid blows into it. I like inhaled and then I exhaled through the bong. And my my little brother who oh, was no. giving me the lead was so upset. He was like, no, no, you don't do that. I was like, I've never done it before. Sorry. And oh. now here we are. Oh, that you makes know? me so happy. Yeah. That makes me so um, happy. Speaking of getting too high recently, I packed a very, very fat joint. Like, the probably one of the probably one of the tightest I've ever packed. It just, like, absolutely cramped stuff to the gills. And after I, after I took care of it, I was, um, I decided, oh, I'll take a bath. And then, like, I sat down in the bath, and I tilted my head sideways for five minutes, and then I, like... I couldn't straighten my head without getting extremely nauseous because that's how my eyes were used to seeing the world from that angle. And like, no. I had to like very slowly like close my eyes, turn my head a little bit, open them, close my eyes, open them, close my eyes, open them, turn my head a little bit. <laughs> it took me like an hour to get out of the bath. It is. So I, I, I typically prefer getting drunk to getting stoned because it's much harder to get too drunk too fast than it is to get mm. too stoned too fast um <laughs> so i feel like my odds generally are better of having an okay time <laughs> yeah you can increment um, it yes you can well if you <laughs> oh let's talk about getting oh too my. drunk too fast uh, the first time i ever did absinthe i did six shots in like oh an hour and a half um and then passed out at 9 30 Slept eight hours and had no hangover the next day. It was terrible and amazing at the same time. Oh, um, God, I'd love to get. I'd love to get an hour <laughs> of sleep. 
um, I was like, I looked at my like last sent texts, and I was like, I must have blacked out at nine thirty. And then my roommate was like, No, you crawled into bed and fell asleep very hard. <laughs> one time, so uh, one of my best friends and I, we actually share the same birthday. So we did like a joint birthday party one year, and I got way too drunk on a bunch of hard lemonade and that Crystal Skull vodka. Um, because mm-hmm. I, we were really dedicated to bits at the time. That's definitely cha- that changed <laughs> yes. for me. I'm not like that still. I promise. Um, and there was this old chair that I was sitting in, and at one point it cracked, um, but not in a way that made it break entirely. So I got really insistent throughout the night that I could keep this chair okay, and I just kept taping it as it progressively broke more and more until I ended up flat on my ass. Um, uh, across the board, um, about, like great bits, intentional yeah. and unintentional. <laughs> oh, At a man. certain point, it became very sincere about just like, I'm, this <laughs> chair is fine. I'm not going to break this chair. Um, and now my friend Matt gives me shit about that every time I see him. <laughs> <laughs> That's tremendous. I think we're all doing our best and we're doing really can good I, at doing our I best. Can I tell a story of one time that I got too drunk? Yes, please. Okay, let's just run, run out the circle and then we can get into the giant Brahms cast, which is a joke I've made like three times now. It's a good joke. Thanks. Good. Uh, <laughs> so this was back in... I may have told this one on the podcast before, but it makes me laugh a lot. Uh, this was back in college. I had a drinking buddy uh, who I will call uh, shit. Their name is really generic. So I the will generic call shit. I will call, th- I will call them Tyler. Tyler okay. and I were friends. We would, uh, we were mostly drinking buddies and sometimes makeout buddies. And then, you know, that, that whole kind of shindig. Um, right. and, uh, one night, the, uh, this person was a, uh, this per uh, Tyler was a very heavy person, like, mm-hmm. uh, and they've since like, well, they, whatever. Uh, but they, they were a very, he- they were a very heavy person. And so they had a higher, you know, alcohol tolerance. For sure. And I was, I, despite my size, I am somehow inexplicably a lightweight. Like, you know me, I'm 320 pounds, six foot six. Like I, but I still will go down to like two beers sometimes. That is so Um, in character for you. But (laughs) get my ass. Um, one time, uh, Tyler came over and we had our typical drink, which was vodka cranberries Mm -hmm. or Cape Cods, if you're my mother. Mm -hmm. And uh tyler was mixing them and they were mixing them uh for that like two of like they were just making basically the same drink twice with Mm -hmm. with with their level of vodka in it but i was pounding them like it was my level of vodka in them Mm -hmm. uh so before i knew it i'm like i am just having a really hard time keeping everything straight i hork obviously right um onto my carpet like half on the hardwood floor half on the carpet and i have so red I have to clean it up really quickly, and I because and the stink is also bad because like I'm way too drunk to give Tyler a ride home, but Tyler also can't like cannot handle the smell of vomit. Right. So I cover I I mask the smell by cleaning it up and then covering the carpet stain with uh, Doctor Scholl's foot powder. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> and then at some point, this is it's like it's like twelve thirty a.m. I fell asleep in, in the middle of an episode of JoJo I was watching with them, which they did. They told me they didn't like the next day, and I was like, "That's fair." <laughs> um, 
but at some point in the middle of the night, like 1230, I wake up, I puke, I go puke again, this time in the toilet at least. Yes. And then no one else is in the house, I'm prefacing this, but no one, I, I walk downstairs wearing literally nothing but a pair of socks and go sit on the, like the couch in the living room of this house that I'm living in. Oh my God. <laughs> and then. Tyler has to come downstairs and like wake me up because I've fallen asleep on this couch, bare booty ass naked. Oh, but just socks on. Yeah, just socks. And they have to bring me back up to my room, and I'm like, I'm apparently angry at this when when they when they come and do this for me. But thank you, Tyler, for letting me sleep in my bed that night. That's really tremendous. Again, we're all doing the best. (laughs) We're all doing the best that we can. This broadcast to bring urgent breaking news. In the chaos of a local prison riot, Schlocktober has escaped again. We repeat, Schlocktober is once more among us, remain calm but vigilant. The violence of the past three years cannot be understated. If you must, neck in the car, use a buddy system. If you must, get into- Oh my god, oh my god, to the studio. Welcome to Fear Baiting, everyone. It's your number one uh, fake boy podcast. Fake boy podcast. I'm Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Sarah, and I'm joined this week by Blair again. Hey. And friend of the show, Sylvie. Hi. Hey. Hi, welcome, welcome to podcast. The, what hey. was the last time you were on? Was it was it for Wicker Man? I don't. It, I think it was Wicker Man. Yeah. But um, the, but now new now new new gender new you. Yeah. No. I, the, my whole shit's been fucked up since then. <laughs> I'm a completely different person. This don't even worry this about that. Your, this is basically your first episode. Introduce yourself. <laughs> yeah. Hi. I'm Sylvie. I'm on Friends of the Table. It's a actual play podcast. Uh, it's fun. You should listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was for a second there. I was kind of expecting you to launch into like Austin, Austin's opening. I thought spiel. about it. <laughs> I was like, "That's this isn't the time and the place." Also, I've never, I've literally never had to say that. I don't host the show. Uh, I also yeah, I, I would, I would, gun to my head, I would not be able to say it either. I, I'm sure honestly, yeah, I can't think of it right now. Um, <laughs> I'm also have a dumb emoji podcast called Emoji Drome with my friend. We love Ryan. Emoji Drome. It's mm-hmm. good um, and it's terrible at the same time. Uh, <laughs> thank you for having me on. Yeah, yeah we love having you on. You were, <laughs> you were the, you were on the second Schlocktober for the Lock In, fucking wow. classic film, the Lock In, which I need to rewatch. <laughs> I, I, I discussed. I we I was discussing this when we were watching the movie, but since you have a new, since you have new, uh, new gender, who this? Uh, we I think you get to do the Lock In episode again on this podcast. Okay, <laughs> so next, I just want to make October. people watch the Lock In. I'm just gonna, next October, like, the, the Lock In. Yeah. God. Once the pandemic's over, I'm just inviting people over to my place to make them watch the lock-in. You know, the pandemic is, I think, maybe the, the real lock-in. It's, you <laughs> know what? It's pretty fucked up. Maybe, like, I could write a think piece about that. Yeah, watch this movie. It sucks I think that it's actually would be a, a really good think piece that I would love to it sucks Not the, even joking. It sucks how the virus has uh, 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 trapped me in a church and uh, put persecuted me for jacking off. You know what? It has, though. <laughs> That's the thing. I miss kissing. Oh, but speaking of like kissing, uh, this is this is only. I'm not going to get too into it, 
But there's a sequel to the movie we watched. Yeah, it's called this... Brahms Colin the Boy 2. Um, and so I have not seen it, but my roommate has. Oh. Um, and she told me how it's different than this one. And I am like, Boston to like, <laughs> to share it. Um, but I don't, I feel like we should do it again, like do that at like a later date. The Boy um, 2, October 2021. Yeah, or something. <laughs> um, because, uh, man, it's just, I mean, this one's a lot, but that, it's, yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So we watched The Boy this week, the 2016 version, uh, the 2016 film The Boy, not to be confused with the 2015 film directed by Craig McNeil, The Boy. Um, oh, I'm at not least, familiar. At least I hope. You, at least I hope that you watched that one, Blair, when you went back, because. Uh, yes, I did. I mean, I did catch the latter half of this one. Right. So I okay. was not, um, you know, completely undone by it. Right. I just wanted to make sure we didn't. Have, I, we, I just wanted to make sure that we didn't have another fucking uh, truth or dare on our hands. Yeah. <laughs> or another fucking chain letter. Yes. <laughs> I'm still like reeling over over that fucking movie. Yeah. Um, no, I did watch the correct one, um, because I think it is the only one on Netflix, um, named The Boy, because I believe the other The Boy, um, flopped very hard in comparison to this. Yeah. Yes. This is the more successful The Boy. Okay, I'm that's fairly good certain. To know. Because yeah, I know. Per, no- per Wikipedia, per Wikipedia, it made back, uh, it was a $10 million budget and a $64 million box office. How much of the budget do you think was just, like, the house? Um, I mean, uh, probably a considerable amount of it since nobody was in this movie. Right, like. There, the the only person who I was like, oh, I kind of recognize this person, was uh, this movie kicking me square in the dick when uh, it told me, hey, uh, Lauren Cohan, the 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 star of this movie, was also uh, Bella Talbot in Supernatural. Um, that is a poll I think only you could make. Yeah, really? like I've seen a lot of Supernatural more than I'd like to admit, honestly. She um, was, but she I was like the, cannot pull she, that character. She was, like, the season three, like, badass lady who dies mm-hmm. to save Dean, I think. Sure. sure. I think, <laughs> yeah, one of the many dead women in that show, yes, I'm familiar. <laughs> one of countless, really. Yes, yes. Uh, I uh, can't think about that show without thinking of the replies to that fucking dude's tweet. Um, <laughs> the, the, the Misha guy? I can't remember his last M- name. Misha Collins. Yeah, when everybody just... <laughs> Like yelled at him for being the Omega in every fic. That was really funny. <laughs> when I think of Misha Collins, I only think of that tweet that's like, I, I've never was a big fan of slavery, but tweet. What is wrong with the people who were on that show? Yeah. God. I think that episode of TV where they broke the fourth wall and like did the episode where they like come into the real world. I think that episode was like fine as an episode, but I think it was, had ruined its implications for the for television to come. I think Supernatural in general had ruined its yeah, implications su- for television to come. Uh, like you, you know how like the entire TV universe is ta- is actually a dream because of all the crossovers with uh uh. What was it, Melrose Place? This, uh, hold on, this movie is the plot of a Supernatural episode. It really is! No, but, like, there's an actual episode that has, like, the same 
like twist ending. Wait, with a guy with a with with a spoiler alert for the boy, but with a guy living in the walls. Yeah, there was the one where the creepy kids are living in the walls. Oh my god! And they think oh. it's like a ghost or something, but it's just weird kids. Uh, Blair's laptop crashed. Oh no! But uh, I think we have to soldier on in the meantime while Blair's computer is in the process of exploding. Yeah, no worries. So, we open with our... We meet our protagonist, who we love very much, Greta. Uh, yeah, that's her name, for sure. Very very strong protagonist, who we care deeply about. Uh, I, like... The... <laughs> what can you say about the acting in this movie? They acted it. They... Mm, did they? They tried their best. So the, They the said movie, the lines. As yeah, written. this movie opens on, like, a fucking... It's, it's the... Uh, you know that um, that jump scare that's like, hey, watch this video of a... I, I know I referenced this last week on, on this podcast, but um, the video where the guy is like driving down an idyllic grange and there's a jump scare. You know what I mean? Like the, the video of the car driving through like the, 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 the very pretty like glen and there's yeah. like a winding road and then there's a jump scare. So that's how, the, that's, how, that's how this movie starts, except for instead of a jump scare, we just get some panorama shots of some racist tchotchkes. Yeah, this, there's some we there's like a lot of weird vibes immediately, yeah. sort of in this film. And I mean, yeah. I guess that's intentional. I guess the vibes are intentionally weird, but it's the vibe the vibes are rancid on purpose. It's fucking terrible. Um, I don't know how to talk about this movie without just talking about the doll, and that is also because <laughs> I forgot to take notes because I was so entranced by this shit movie. Oh yeah, um, I was. I, yeah, this this movie. I, I also had a hard time taking notes of this movie because it's hard to it's hard to take notes and be posting about the movie at the same time. Yeah, so, and you know you gotta post. If there's one thing that I know in my life, it's that posting above all. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, speaking of the boy Brahms, we, we get to the house and we meet, um, Mr. and Mrs. Heelsher, who are like, hey, you're here to watch our beautiful son, our beautiful boy Brahms, come meet him, and then they walk in, they walk her into a room where this, like... <laughs> well, she meets fucking... the, she meets the fucking, um... Oh, right, the pickup artist. Grocery guy for, yeah. yeah, the, the... <laughs> Pickup artist, fake Jeremy Renner. Um, yeah, Jeremy discount Jeremy Renner, aka Malcolm. Sure, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I, again, Wikipedia. I, the only character whose name I know is Brahms the boy. That's all. You, that's really all you need to know. I also thought that this film was called Brahms the boy, and was really disappointed when I found <laughs> out it was called Just the Boy because I thought the whole franchise had Brahms as the uh, the yeah, sort of I'm, like. Unfortunately, they Heather. can't reveal that his name is Brahms in the first in the in the name of this movie. I'm not entirely sure, but so yeah, she meets pickup artist, make Irish guy Malcolm, who is like, "Hi, uh, I do I do grocery deliveries. Uh, have fun meeting Brahms. Bye." And then this is when Mister and Missus Hilsher are like, "Okay, come look at our beautiful bouncing baby boy," and show her a porcelain a, a porcelain doll of a little fancy lad sitting in some fucking like. Some very, some really nice like chair. Yeah, this kid's got thrones. Um, this kid's got thrones and sort of couches and everything. Yeah. Everything you need to be a creepy doll. Yeah. And she's Which in like, hindsight is really funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So because I don't want to like I, I don't want to like take away a comedy thing here. The, the the twist of this movie is that Brahms is not the doll. Brahms is actually a real man who is like twenty eight years old and living in the walls of this building, but pretending to be the doll. And, like, maneuvering the doll as though it were him. As though the doll were real. It... It's really stupid, and it's really funny. Like, I think in concept it's creepy, right? It's, like, the same as that one Junji Ito story about the chair. I don't know if you've read it. It's good. Um, I don't think I have, but go on. It's, like, a short story. I think it's, like, one chapter long. Um, But, like, the idea of someone having been watching you um while like you're not aware of it is like very unsettling and like in theory could work unfortunately um i have to imagine a big like sweaty british guy running around the house placing a doll (laughs) gently in different places and calling calling up a lady on the phone and doing his best little british boy voice it was really, it's like really funny once you start thinking about any of the logistics of it, you know? Yeah, the thing about this movie is that, like, I, I think the ending is supposed to reveal that there's, like, nothing really supernatural going on here. It's just freaky. <laughs> it's just freaky and British. It's weird, like, because, like, there are so. I, I appreciate the. Um, I, I like a. I like a fake out in both ways of a supernatural thing not actually being supernatural and then something that's not, like, isn't supposed to be supernatural turning out to right, be. Right, totally, you know. totally. But, like, this one, they the way they, like, have you guess it is so funny. There's the part where they she thinks Brahms, the, the boy, the doll, yeah. is crying. <laughs> and it's because a, like, water droplet has right been this one's really on fun. like she she walks she's like they give her a list of the, of what of how to take care of brahms the little doll boy and it's like the the list is populated with things like never leave brahms alone brahms must never leave kiss goodnight and sh- do not cover brahms and she's like oh fuck this i'm not doing any of this shit for brahms i'm throwing a blanket over him and i'm gonna eat some junk food and call my call my sister my friend i'm not entirely sure what this person is to her yeah, I don't know. Um, I just... What I was really focused on was just the idea that not only did Brahms sort of place... Brahms the man. Did, not only did the man place the boy underneath this drip, but he probably manufactured the drip somehow. Um, <laughs> which I'm just like... The logistics of everything that he's been doing here is really impressive for a guy that... As far as I can tell, it's still supposed to be emotionally eight. Yeah, like, kinda? I, it's uh, weird. He's eight, but he's also 28, but he's, like, emotionally stunted, kind he's, of, but also not super. And he's also fucking shredded. Yeah, he's like, he's Jason Voorhees, is like, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. The thing is, like, the thing is that, like, Jason do, Voorhees right? has, like, Jason Voorhees has a supernatural strength to him. This is, this boy, Brahms, just, like, he got burnt up in a fire and a hidden in his house, and his parents were like, okay, son, here is our, here is your, uh, here is your fucking P90X set, up so that you can get as buff and tough as you need to be for when Here's you... some in- creatine powder and a waste <laughs> set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
creatine powder and a weight set, and that was dangerously close. I just almost spilled a water, an open water bottle onto my fucking uh, power strip that a whole that. Bronze is trying to sabotage the show. Bronze, let me just turn my flashlight on to make sure that there's no water like about to touch ground on the fucking. Uh, while I, while I was cleaning this, I just checked Twitter real quick, and my friend just posted a screenshot of their. Uh, I don't even know what a, maybe an Xbox Live account where they showed off that they got uh, all of the achievements in Duke Nukem Forever. Why would you do that? <laughs> why would you waste your time doing that? I don't understand. Why do Why do we climb Mount Everest? Because it is there. I don't fucking do. I don't climb Mount Everest. That's not my. Y'all, you guys do. You guys do this. Do this nonsense. I. I'm gonna be staying at home, playing Game Boy games on my. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, she she uh says fuck you, Brahms, and then wakes up the next morning and like sees it looks like Brahms has been crying, but then there's just like a drip of water from the ceiling, and she's like, oh well, that's that's normal. Yeah, um, we mentioned that the like parents left, right? Yeah, they were like, "Okay, we're leaving you with our beautiful bouncing baby boy. Goodbye." Yeah. And then they just they just like disappear. Um, the vibes dis- were rancid while they were there. They disappear in order to go walk up to a, a shore, put a single rock in their pockets, and walk into the river to drown. I only know that as a form of suicide from a fucking Simpsons episode, like. They chose the silliest possible thing you ha- in the world. Also, you have to put more than one rock in your pocket. Like, I yeah. feel like one. I feel like one like stone is not really gonna sink I mean, you in your I'll life. I'll give them the fucking like. Oh, this, they just put the one in to show that they're doing it, and there's more in there. I don't need. I don't need that. I don't know. I like the idea of them just like <laughs> putting one rock, one rock piece in their pocket and being like, just like we saw on TV, honey, and then walking into the water after leaving an, after leaving a note. They just stay face down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's uh, awful. These, the the whole thing with the parents makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, so the um, we see. Uh, Malcolm is he comes back and is like hey you're sexy Greta I need you to go on a date with me and Greta's like tee hee hee okay we will have date oh, uh, she's have like no, they have no chemistry zero it's very negative chemistry the only thing that like makes Malcolm look like an acceptable partner is that he is not trying to like lay like physically harm her like her other partner who sh- like her former partner who shows up later does yeah god that whole thing that definitely made sense yeah that whole thing that definitely made sense and needed to be in this movie they just I, I feel like that was like a thing to like just put a body in this movie for Brahms to kill oh 100% because they wanted to they were like <laughs> this is the thing with this movie is that it's a haunted doll movie but it's not it's a slasher movie and that's like and the, the slasher kills one person yeah, the clumsiness of that sentence of me describing it is the same as the, like, clumsiness the with movie. which they execute it. Yeah, it's, it's not well done. It's really clunky, and they don't, like, I don't know if Brahms the Boy 2 uh, manages to really get into it, um, but may- maybe that's more of, like, fucking Stab City, you know? Yeah, I'm going to take a quick look at the... the uh... The, the the description for 
they got more. They got more people for that for the sequel. They got like an yeah. Actual... They got Katie Holmes. Yeah, same ten million dollar budget though. Well, you know, they got What's she doing. <laughs> you know, yeah, you got a you got a point. You got a point. Who the fuck is Ralph Innocent? Oh, the guy who played William in the guy who played William in The Witch and Dagmar Clefjaw, uh, was in that one. What was in the Brahms the Boy too? Great, good for him. Thanks, buddy. Um, yeah, really coming off of, of a career high by being William in Robert Eggers is The Witch, and then you do Brahms the Boy too. But so she and Malcolm are like, okay, teehee, we're gonna have our cute little date, and she goes in the shower and leaves her dress and jewelry in the shower with her, which like. If you're taking a long shower, I feel like that's going to get those clothes a little bit damp, and you don't really want that for a date. Like, yeah, I like, don't know. I don't. I don't do the. I don't like. I. I will always change into my clothes back in my bedroom because I feel like it's hard to get like a nice, good dry done while I'm still in like the steamy shower room. Because like, I think I, it I, depends on the layout of the bathroom. This was not a small bathroom, though, if I'm remembering properly. So she probably could have done it fine. Probably fine, I guess. I'm just I'm nitpicking things that don't really need to be nitpicked. But Brahms like, Bra- but then Brahms boy crawls in and it like steals her dress and necklace away. Yeah, he does some more pervert shit. And she does. <laughs> she gets out of the shower and is like, "Oh shit." my clothes are missing and instead of like going back to her room to put something on to look she just want meanders around the entire house wearing nothing but the the tightest tu- the tightest towel tuck you have ever seen in your life like this thing stays gl- this towel that she has like just wrapped around herself and tucked a little corner under the under where her boobies are like it stays glued to her for the next 12 hours because what happens is she goes up into the attic that she couldn't get into earlier despite trying uh, the thing closed, the latch, uh, a latch, pu- something triggers and the thing closes on her. She can't get back out. Malcolm shows up for their date, but doesn't hear uh, uh, Greta like pounding on the window in the attic. And so she just kind of falls asleep there and then wakes up again with the towel tuck still perfectly like wrapped around her. You know, I really, I'm impressed. I wish I could do this. Honestly, really, honestly, I, like... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> trans people will say, "How do I tuck?" And Greta from the boy says, Jesus "I will show you." Christ! <laughs> Come on, that is no, not. No, it's it's not that bad. It's just you know. <laughs> I was gonna say, like you, you post worse shit than that on main. Like yeah, like but I, I don't say those words with my mouth. <laughs> you. <laughs> Do you not mouth every word that you type onto Twitter? No! I beam every tweet directly from my brain. No typing even, just... If no. You just, if I just if you, concentrate if you, really hard and it shows if, up on the internet. If you look at Sylvie's tweets, you can see posted posted from iBrain9. <laughs> posted via my prefrontal cortex. <laughs> Damn, iBrain's gotta be some, like, extreme... iBrain's gotta give you some I got, good head. I, I got the Elon Musk implant... Um, oh, I'm so going sorry. Great. It's doing. God is dead. God, God is dead. Uh, a ch- a chip in your brain is gonna expand 0.2 centimeters and cut off all oxygen to your brain, and oh, I can't uh, wait. <laughs> it's gonna look like those uh those fucking like uh uh, uh like a bulging PSP battery. Ooh. 
God. Okay, yeah, I just remembered what those look like. Yeah, no, it is. Okay. Um. So, the, the, the she's like, okay, maybe if I be nice to Brahms, he won't lock me in the attic and make me miss my date with sexy Malcolm. And so she starts doing, like, and, like, but Brahms, like, does this because, like, he calls her on the phone and is, like, he's like, I'll be good. And he, like, gives it's her a peanut so butter nice. and jelly sandwich and gives her her shoes back that she, she lost her shoes earlier. Brahms stole them and gave her a PBJ. Yeah, we also find a lot out- going on. Um, every time Brahms tries to sort of make peace, it's insufferable. Um. Um, it's really stupid. She starts, like, actually taking care of it, um, around this point, I think. Yeah. Um. She's like, I will care for this boy as though it were my son. And this is when we, this is when, this is when I personally started to enjoy the movie. Yeah, for real? A little bit. I never found that point. Not very much, but, like, it, it, like... It, it, like, started, like, re- registering a little bit. Like, I was not enjoying this movie in the way it was meant to be enjoyed, but seeing her, like, care for this little baby doll as though it were a, a child made me very, made me very delighted. It's pretty stupid, and it, it is a very funny visual. I'm just also, like... Yeah. This, this whole fucking thing is exhausting. The pacing is, like all over the place. I feel like she's doing this and then five minutes later her ex shows up. Yeah, because so what happens is that uh, she's like, okay, I think Brahms is good now. Uh, I'm going to take care of him. And then Malcolm shows up and is like, uh, I don't know about that. Uh, I'll believe you because you can show me Brahms moving with ghostly things, doing ghost shit. Uh, But I am worried because one time... uh, there was a girl that Brahms, as a baby, was friends with. Because Brahms was an actual boy. We didn't discuss that. There is just a man in the walls who was Brahms. Um, so Brahms existed as a little baby boy. And then on his eighth birthday, his friend, who was a girl, went to his house to play. But she never returned. And then um, the 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 Heelsher, the Brahms estate, went up in flames with Brahms still inside it. But and they he found died. her, like, with her skull crushed. Oh, way. right, right, yeah, yeah. They found her with her skull crushed. And then... Uh, Brahms' mansion went up in flames and Brahms' Brahms died inside and he's definitely dead 100% and then Malcolm's like hey you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't do that Uh, but uh, Greta says oh this is so fucking dark like this is so unnecessarily dark for this movie like they not only do they bring up hey this character uh, miscarried this Gre- Greta miscarried, which is why she cares so deeply for Brahms. She miscarried because she was beaten by her uh, husband, her now ex-husband. Yeah, which is and... like that's like like have you seen Manchester by the Sea? I, if don't worry about it if you haven't. Fuck no. Okay. Come on. <laughs> so I guess spoilers for the midpoint of Manchester by the Sea, but the in the middle of the movie, uh, Ryan, no, not Ryan, Ryan, Casey Affleck is coked out of his mind and is like, okay, I'm going to go to the store and buy some beers. And then when he comes back home, his house is burnt to the ground with all three of his daughters inside of it. And it's like, it's a tragedy so severe that it almost feels farcical. And, like, this is that. This is, like, going to... This is the boy invoking both miscarriages and, uh, like, spousal abuse. Which are, like... I know that these aren't really, like, untread ground for horror movies, but this is... This is the boy. This is the boy. (laughs) 
this is like the, the the I think one of the things is that like they never this doesn't feel like it like comes up in any way other no. than to be like and like the thing is uh, the ex-husband is a thing that exists yeah and the thing um, is that like there like there, this is like there is there is no connection between what she says and how she acts around her ex-husband later and like i'm not i'm not trying to say that there's a right way for someone to act around their abuser but like at one point like later on like very shortly after uh cole shows up cole her ex-husband shows up and she's like Okay, Malcolm, it's okay. Back off. We can mean he and I can be amicable. We're going to I'm going to cook dinner for you and we're going to have a good time together. And like le- lady, this ma- you have a restraining order for this man. You are this man did horrible things to you and you're like, mm, "Come get some come get some risotto, buddy boy." I'm I gonna- mean, I think the implication is that like she is I mean, I don't want to give them too much credit, but, like, I can see the situation of being stuck in, like, this secluded sort of estate with with someone who can harm you very easily and having to appease them. Um, right, my whole problem with it is just the whole utilitarian nature of all of this stuff. It, it, like you said, it really only serves so we can have... Like, some sort of jerk there to get killed by Brahms. Um, yeah, and the thing that really bothers me about that is that, like, if, if Malcolm was not in the picture, I would understand this a lot more. Like, Malcolm not being there to, like... At, like if but he was, shows up, right? He, he, he's there when Cole shows up, and he, like, tries to fight... He, like, tries to fight Cole, and, and Greta is like, Hey, Malcolm, don't do that. Uh, I'm gonna... You can stay a couple of houses down. I'm just gonna... You, you can just leave us alone. We'll be fine. And it, it, I, I just... don't get it. I don't because at that point, it's like she has no reason to be like this is a scary murder doll, right? She has well, she she fully believes that the doll is real. I think that the doll will save her because it has powers to do that. If things if 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 shit starts sucking, then the then the 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 doll will hit the bricks, and the bricks being coal. Um. Brahms doesn't like Cole because Cole wakes up the next morning and finds Get Out written in blood on the wall of his room. And, uh... <laughs> uh, he's like, hey, who did this? Greta, did you do this? Malcolm? No? Okay, I guess it was the doll. Give me the doll. And then he shatters the doll in, like... It looks like the fucking... It looks like a fucking video from the Slow Mo Guys YouTube channel. Like, a hundred... Like, 12,000 FPS on this doll-shattering motion. They also like they 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 have like ashes in the doll, but because Brahms is alive, they're not like a, I don't know I what didn't the point that. is. Whose ashes are in that doll? Right? Or is it just random fucking ash from when the house burnt down? Entirely possible, but if that's the case, then who are they fooling? Who are they because, trying to fool? Because like when the ashes are like when when the ashes hit the floor, my favorite new metal song. Um, <laughs> when that happens, it's sort of when they lean into the fake out of the like some ghost shit's gonna happen, and then immediately after he jumps out of the fucking like mirror and murders Cole. Yeah. He just <laughs> me at three minutes and twenty seven seconds into LCD sound system. Dance yourself clean. God. <laughs> just blasting through the mirror, killing Cole. Hold on, I I'm losing the. 
here's a great sentence from the uh, from the Wikipedia. The house begins to shake and they hear noises behind the walls. The mirror explodes. From a hole behind it emerges the real, now-adult Brahms wearing a porcelain mask identical to the doll's face. Semicolon. After surviving the fire, Brahms has been living in the wall of the house and is abnormal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) They're not wrong. Like, this is the thing. is That's an accurate sort of uh, assessment of his whole situation. Brahms is pretty freaking abnormal, if you ask me. (laughs) This motherfucker right here. Yeah. Oh, Uh, God. I... There is... I don't even know where to start with the, like... Brahms reveal stuff because there's so many. It, it recontextualizes other things in this movie to be so goddamn funny. Like, like you know how in like him episode- stealing her shoes and just scurrying back to his little den. <laughs> you know how in like you know how in like a Scooby Doo episode they'll sometimes show like like you know you see during the course of the episode the monster doing things. Then you see like in the flashback after they've caught the guy, they see like old man Jenkins putting on the fishman helmet and then like walking into frame to scare fr- to scare the bejesus out of the mystery team. I really wish we had gotten that for this movie, where, like, we see Brahms, like, <laughs> Brahms, parentheses, real, <laughs> making a little PB, making a PB&J for, <laughs> making a PB&J for Greta and just leaving it at her door, or, like, oh my God. or, like, tiptoeing into the, into the bathroom and, like, yoinking her dress, or, like, the, there's, like, Writing once... Get Out in Blood. Yeah, whose blood? Is that his? I'm assuming... Like, I feel like, and again, I know I mentioned this before, but Brahms is fucking shredded. Like he has been, like he has been, like living keto, keto behind that fucking wall, behind those fucking walls. Like he has, he has the complete, the complete series of Taibo on DVD, just whenever he wants back there. And he is like extremely well made. He is like. Uh, this is me. This is me just picking more nits, but like he is not like well maintained in terms of hygiene, but he's well maintained enough that makes me ask questions. Like he has a longish beard, but it's a beard that looks like somewhat maintained and definitely not twenty eight years of growth on a beard of unmitigated growth. Like like this guy should be looking like fucking Hagrid. In the in, in, sorry to Harry Potter, but he should look like fucking Hagrid. But he's just got like a, a respectable amount of chest hair and like a a a, a, a large a large but neatly. Pr- he's uh, a neatly just a fucking beard. independent wrestler, is what he he's is. He's just a fucking independent wrestler. That's all he is. Yeah, Rob <laughs> is just a, a wrestler with a knife, and that's the scariest thing you can, uh, when, you can um, think of. When Sami Zayn puts on the lucha mask, he becomes El Generico. But when he puts on the porcelain mask, he becomes El Boy. Oh my god, I hate this. <laughs> Him looking back at the no exit sign, except for it says Brahms 2 on it. Ugh, that's me. That's me right now. I don't <laughs> that's, watch that. That's going to be you in about uh, ten months when I send you a Discord DM to say, Hey, Sylvie, do you want to be on Schlocktober this year for Brahms the Boy 2? Uh, and that's when I will respond, I'm sorry, who is this? <laughs> um, oh, my God. Eh, God, I... Oh, my God. 
there's a scene earlier that like this is the when I talk about like the the, the Scooby Doo flashback. This is what I'm thinking of the most because there's a scene earlier when like she is feeding Bron where, where Greta is feeding Brahms lunch and Malcolm shows up and is like a little bit talking down to Brahms like oh haha, this guy's real am, am I right this guy's not really real but he's real here eat your food and then Brahms like Brahms doesn't eat because he's a doll and they're staring at him. So Greta walks out of the room and throws the pear that she has so meticulously peeled, but not cut up. Like, it's still just a, pe- a, a peeled pear. It's just a pear. whole pear. Yeah, it's just a whole-ass pear. She dumps it into the trash, then turns around, and Brahms has been moved from his ch- his seat at the at the head of a table to behind a wall just around the corner. Like... <laughs> Just adult human man Brahms making the daintiest footsteps despite being 720 pounds of pure uncut muscle. Look, you can learn ways to be quiet. It's all about how you step. I I wish I wish Brahms the boy would teach me how to be quiet because I don't know how to step quietly with my life. Yeah, my, enti- I, my entire family I know can how, but it's not because of funny reasons. It's probably it's mostly because of sad reasons. Yeah. Um Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so so Brahms is real, and he kills Cole, and then he has, to, and then he chases down Greta and uh, Malcolm, and they go they go into the wall, and they're like, okay, Brahms is out there. We got to go hide in the walls, and we got they go in there, and they find a like a a, a human sized doll with Greta's dress and jewelry that were stolen out of the bathroom from earlier, and Greta's like, oh fuck, this this is me. This th- he's. He's got a sex doll of me. And then they find the letter that uh, Brahms' parents wrote him before they walked into the water with exactly one rock in their pockets. Yeah, this, it's like the girl is yours now. Yeah, you may you may like have that. this girl. The, they, the, the, the parents walked into the river with a rocket in their pocket because uh, they were not happy to see Brahms. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, yeah, but she's like, this is fucking gross. They knew the whole time. They, 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 they say, forgive us for what we do before walking into the, before walking into the ocean and dying. <laughs> and it's like, I'm glad I, I was justified in hating this entire family right off the bat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because like, fuck them. Fuck them. If you fuck have em. an estate, fuck you. Yeah, honestly, if you've got, if you have, if you have money, if you have a pension, if you have a state, if you hold land, fuck you. If you have a savings account. Okay, well, hold on. Okay, if you have a savings account with over, with over $2,000 in it. Okay, then I'm fucking Fuck you. I had to extend that. I had to extend that a little bit further than I probably would like, just because uh, unemployment money was good enough for a while that I managed to build up like over a thousand dollars in savings. I could could not be me. Uh, that is a that that account maxes out at fifty dollars. It'd be like that. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, the God, I don't even remember how the fuck Malcolm get Malcolm gets like clipped in the leg and is like, okay, you have to go say you have to run, Greta, get out of this house before Brahms the boy 2016 film kills me and you. And then she's like, okay, I'm gonna leave. And then she gets out and then she's like, oh, but I have to save him because I care him. And then she because runs because I in. love him. I love this pickup artist. I He's love this successful. pickup art. I love this pickup artist that I met a week ago. I've been negged enough she, to uh, love this man. Yeah. She, uh, oh, God. She 
gets a screwdriver, which is her weapon, and then she's like, okay, Brahms, I'm doing the rules. You have to go Betty by now. Uh, yeah, she sort of, like, mommy-doms him into bed, and it's really <laughs> awkward. It's, it's really bad. The thing is, this would be, like, a great moment. If this was a better movie, I think this would be, like, a really good moment that we would both, that we would like. But it's not a better movie, and thus this moment completely eats shit, despite it being, like, in a vacuum, a fun thing. <laughs> but it, he's, like, give, yeah, he, he, he does, like, gi- give kiss. He, he says, love you, try to kiss you. Uh, and uh, Greta says, no, that's your punishment for being bad and killing Cole. Um, jumping back a minute, she was, like, a little bit, uh, uh, (laughs) she was, like, absolutely torn up when Cole beefed it, which, like, again, really, I don't know how grave the movie wants this relationship between her and Cole to have been in the past. Like, it's, it just treats him, like, so weirdly. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just don't know what to do with it. But I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't. I really don't know. Yeah, but at this point, Brahms is like, okay, I, I don't, I, I don't get kissy, so I'm gonna j- fucking lift you up by your neck and hold you against the wall with a, and then you'll stab a screwdriver into me, but it won't kill me. It will just hurt. But then you'll push it deeper, and then I'll be like, oh, okay, I have to stop choking you uh, up against this wall, and then. She just leaves, right? Yeah, she just leaves with Malcolm, I think. Yeah, and then um, we get, like, a, a before the credits, we get, like, a scene of Brahms putting the doll back together. And then that's the movie. Yeah, and they play fucking Brahms Lullaby, because of course they do. Yeah. Um, it was bad. It was, I didn't like it. It was bad. On a scale of zero to five rocks you put in your pocket to walk into the ocean, how many rocks are you giving this movie? I would give this two rocks, maybe. <laughs> two rocks because it made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, okay. The thing is, this movie is like, a, until the third act, this movie was honestly like a three rock for me. But after that, uh, cannot abide. Uh, I'm just going to DM Blair real quick to ask what the what his rating and recommendations are. Also because, as established, you can't walk into the ocean with only one rock, so yeah. my rating needs to at least be higher than that. Hey! Hey! Oh, hello? Oh my Whoa. god. <laughs> Alright. So, Blair, you came in just in time. Sylvie and I just gave our ratings of this movie. Uh, where uh-huh. I gave... I, I said until the third act, this was a three rocks in your pocket out of five. But uh, after that, okay. this movie comes out to a resounding 1.5. Um, and you have written here in the chat, I give this movie in Discord a wet fart out of five. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, I didn't. That's that is good. not fair to this movie, though, because I actually did enjoy it a little bit more than a wet fart. Um, <laughs> a wet, a know, rock and a wet fart, maybe? Yeah, you know, I maybe I'm a bit of a masochist, but I I enjoyed being hurt by this movie. Uh, um, I I liked feeling punished, but when the <laughs> when the um the boy turned into a man, um, <laughs> so to speak. Okay, you know what? When you put it like that, I'm I I am more on its side. <laughs> um, I feel like. It, it hurt me, and I deserved it. So I'm giving this <laughs> 2.5 out of 5. Oh. <laughs> and you know what, Discord? 
and my laptop hurt me, and I think I deserve that too. I think I we all deserve everything that we've got coming towards us. <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, we have got <laughs> some. <laughs> who wants who wants some questions? Let's sure. get some questies. All right. Let's see. Go ahead and scroll back to the. Let's see. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, uh, Front of the show, Ashley Yuri librarian put some real good shit in the in the at fear baiting thing. Great. Okay, we have got a lot of we got a lot to get through here. So I hate Michonne and Brahms so much. Oh my fucking! We'll get God. to it. We'll get to it. We have to go in order. Sorry. Uh, at, <laughs> at Antigone Progeny asks, "What if King Harkanian was the bad guy, my boy? You know, like from Legend yeah, of Zelda like YouTube thing. poop. That's pretty yeah. good. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Uh, would you accept? <laughs> uh, at Two by Two Furious wants to know: Would you accept a nanny job for a doll? And I don't think I would. Yeah, I would not accept a nanny job, period. Yeah, that's my thing, is, like, I feel like a nanny job would not go well for no. anyone involved I just, I just if have to, I was there. I, I, I guess the important question is, how hot is the mom, and is she willing to leave the, the dad? Are you going to accept a childcare job to, to secure yourself a MILF? <laughs> if you think about it, that's what marriage is. <laughs> um, or I guess having a child with someone. I don't know. I think. Uh, I mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think you guys had too much fun while I was away. Oh. <laughs> Surprisingly, I, that, I think that was Sylvie. the first time milfs came up. So. Yeah. <laughs> I've been playing Hades. There's a couple of milfs in that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've heard. <laughs> uh, All I know about that game is everyone's horny for it, and yeah. I probably wouldn't like it. Fair enough. Uh, at an underscore gremlin asks fellow gamers, if you were forced to live secretly inside the walls of your home while someone else lived in it, what would you do to fuck with them? And what I would do is just make like uh like I would play I would turn my phone on very loud and play uh, uh smoke detector battery uh depleted Noises. dot wav every yeah, uh yeah, yeah. every little while from different parts of the house. Yeah. Uh, I I would like go into their game saves while they were out of the house and yeah. beat their games before they could or oh, just shit. steal their snacks. <laughs> yeah, I do like oh, the, shit. the mean older sibling shit. Someone 100% in Final Fantasy 13. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is not a gamer podcast. <laughs> um Oh, actually it might be a gamer podcast. Um <laughs> you know, not one for pranks, but I think home aloneing a house but it's a ghost oh. ostensibly because you're living the walls yeah i think that's a good call i think that is a genuinely just a horror film yeah because what is home aloneing if not creating a murder house that's true oh mildred just scared herself awake okay, i have to let her out of my room 
Hi, I'm back. Spectrum is a fucking dog shit IP, and I hate it with all of my heart. Every day. We're for, all just having the worst problems right now. Every day for the I'm past, fine. like, three weeks, I've just had, like, a time when I'm in the middle of something, whether it's playing a game with friends, or recording a podcast, or just talking with people, where my internet just goes away for two minutes, and it just <laughs> says, it, it says, no, thank you, sorry, you can't connect right now. We'll, we'll be back in a minute, though. We're just taking a quick yeah. smoke break. Yep. Anyways, um, next question. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, at Milk Succubus One wants to know you've accidentally raised your own twisted Brahms boy. What's your game plan for ditching him? Also, how much money would it take for you to quote babysit unquote a doll for a week? I guess this is sort of where I can get into my problem with the movie, which is like if you know you've got an evil kid, it's really easy to take out an eight-year-old. <laughs> um, so I just wouldn't get into this mess. <laughs> if it weren't me, I would simply I would simply put a pillow over the over the eight year old's face. Yeah, fucking rip to the heel shears, but I'm different. <laughs> you would not. That kid's like half my size. What's he gonna do? You would is, not. Is child murder the official stance of this podcast? <laughs> it's not my stance, but uh... I don't know. I feel like you're pretty supportive of Sylvie. <laughs> I'm saying specifically in this case, if your child crushes another child's skull on purpose, if you have and a... the only other option is setting the house on fire and having them live inside the walls of your house when you rebuild it, that's the only. That's that's one of the only cases in which I am advocating for killing your like, own child. I I think in the mo- I think in the moment it's really easy to look at what happened like oh my god our 8-year-old beautiful bouncing baby boy just crushed in another 8-year-old girl's skull with his bare hands we have a damien on our hands we need to stab this child in five points on its stomach in the shape of a pentagram to send it away back to hell forever yeah um i think <laughs> I would simply just not be in this situation. <laughs> I don't think my life... Yeah, who the fuck's having kids? Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Honestly. My life trajectory does not have this as a conclusion. Yeah, same. <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, bu- 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 <laughs> the... This... Not... Okay. Qu- question, quote-unquote, from at your underscore librarian. How unsurprising is it that people are very horny for Brahms? And there's, like, two pictures of anime Brahms here. One where he kind of looks like... 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 Anime baby Will Graham a little bit. I hate that. I hate that you said those words. <laughs> and the other one, he looks like a coward's version. Uh, he looks like if a coward drew, like, sexy Jason Voorhees. It would look like that. I am not seeing this tweet with the images. Is it just in your menchies? Uh, yeah, hold on, I'll drop a, I'll drop a link. Yeah, I think it's a reply to the stream post, not oh, the for actual sure. questions post. Okay. Here you go, I posted um, post it in the chat. Anyway, it's not surprising to oh. me because oh, okay. of that scene at the end where she mommy doms him. Like I oh, said, yeah. that, that just explains everything to the, about this. Oh my this. god. No, it is like, it's... <laughs> yeah, it is, um... Yeah, this tracks for me, emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I know what the creepy pasta people are up to, so this 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 seems to be in their wheelhouse. <laughs> uh, uh, oh god, it is. <laughs> Sorry, repeat that, Blair. Oh, I said I know what the creepy pasta people are up to, so this. Yeah, seems good point. Uh, speaking of creepy pasta, listen to the new noise based podcast, uh, Nightmare Anera, which is a podcast about creepy pastas. Mm. 
That's okay. a good name for a podcast. It really is. <laughs> Roy knocked out of the park, in my opinion. Uh, upcoming guest, Roy Roy Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, at Sue Makes Art asks, what proportion of the film would you say you were pro-boy? I'm not going to lie, they had me in the first half. And I already answered this. Zero but, like, fucking percent. The first two-thirds <laughs> had <laughs> Um, Man, you know, I just, yeah, I like, I don't trust ghosts. And I don't trust little boys, and I don't trust dolls. Exactly, it's the fucking this. That's the actual like dark trifecta or whatever. The <laughs> fuck. Like that's the real shit that's evil, and it's an intersection of all of them. And the fact mm-hmm. that so many people in that f- fucking stream chat were so positive towards Brahms really speaks to how ill this society has gotten. <laughs> <laughs> this is the exact same logic you you use to hate on Salim, Full Metal Alchemist. Also a piece of shit. <laughs> he's just a little guy. Oh, he's the worst. <laughs> okay. Uh, at Diplobrocus asks, if you had to hide in the walls, how would you pass the time in between spying on your nanny, of course? Uh, also, what would song would you make her play too loudly? Uh, I, I would just be working on my sweet fucking gains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, just I... Thinking, I, I'm just thinking about what song to play, and I, I think it would <laughs> yeah. be really funny to make a nanny in the English countryside have to play a hundred gecks really loud <laughs> okay I went the exa- I went like the exact opposite direction because in my head I'm like okay just bump like full like speakers up to 11 maxed out everything dead flag blues for this little doll Jesus. boy <laughs> you're living Blair? tragically in the walls yeah <laughs> the walls are full of little baby boys who have grown up to be little baby men the the house the house is on fire and there's a boy still inside. Uh, this is evil. <laughs> e- yeah, this yeah. Uh, Godspeed you, Black Emperor is definitely evil music. Blair, what song are you? What song are you blasting? Oh, I don't know if I have a good answer to this question. That's okay. We have one I'm more like, question. Do I know funny songs? It's like yeah, probably. <laughs> One um, more question then. I, from at K Darling, I still stand the boy. The wall man is not the boy. The ugly murder child is not the boy. Do you love my boy? Now, looking at just the, just simply only the little doll, not the man, the little doll, do we like the boy? No! There's <laughs> hey, a creepy no. doll full of sand. I don't know what is wrong with everyone. Haters. Haters, everyone. It's unpleasant to look at. It's disgusting, and it probably <laughs> smells. Oh, definitely. Brahms oh. accused of bio stinky. It's true. It smells like old people. Definitely. Oh, he smells like he smells like old people and sand. Yeah. I really want to know if the parents kept up this act while like no one else was around, and just kept him in. They just kept him in the walls while they were chilling with. They the, they the, have the to at doll. least keep up that act to some extent because otherwise that doll would be very dirty. I think. Guess. I just want to. That's just really funny to me. That's all of our questions. <laughs> Permanently grounded because you killed. A, you killed. You killed someone. So you killed them thirty years in your room. You remember fucking? You know the, what? Do you remember? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Does anyone remember the Go Animate uh, memes? The this oh, is fucking. Yeah, the yeah. You are grounded, to, grounded, to grounded, grounded for two, three, five, eight, seven, two, three, nine years. <laughs> Anyways, that's yes. it for questions. God. Word. Recommendations? Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, recommendation. Sorry, I zoned out for a second. It's okay. Uh, Sylvia, do you want to go first, or do you need a minute to think of something? Uh, give me just a sec. Okay, I can go. Uh, so, remember how last week I recommended new hit new anime Jujutsu Kaisen? Y- yes. This week I'm recommending hit new... A- <laughs> The manga for hit new anime Jujutsu Kaisen because I watched this week's episode and I was like, fuck me. I don't want to wait another week for more of this shit. So I sat down. I, I pulled up the Viz app on my phone, which I pay $7 a month for to read Chainsaw Man the day it comes out. Today's uh, mm-hmm. today's today's uh, chapter was pretty good. And uh, I read like 30 chapters of Jujutsu Kaisen and it's really fucking good. Like as good as, as much as I like the show, the manga has like some small changes that I think are way are like really, really selling me even more on the protagonist. It's re- it's a really fun manga. I like it a lot. High recommend. Oh yeah. Um, nice. This week I'm going to recommend, and it feels almost heretical to do this since we have Sylvia on the podcast, but, um, uh, Neo Scum, which is a Shadowrun actual oh, play podcast, has started fine. updating again. <laughs> um, and I do enjoy it, and I think it's good, and I think people should listen to it. I um, thought you were going to mention the other one. Oh, no. <laughs> What's the other one? The, the fucking big one. With the. the I'm not going to talk about it on microphone. <laughs> okay. Um, no, this one's this one's fun and normal. <laughs> well, not yeah, it's fun. <laughs> um, yeah, they just uh, took us. They uh, just came back after a six month hiatus and have like a recap episode, so it's really easy to hop in. You just come good. You should listen to it. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Uh, it's my turn. It is your turn. Go ahead. Okay, <laughs> I had to like sort of think for a bit, but I'm just gonna give like an album that I've had on repeat for a while. Hit that shit. Um, it's called Ethereality by Pastel Ghost. It's like a dreamy electronic thing. It's really good. I don't know if it counts as Witch House, but it's like adjacent. I like it a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like not full. As a genre. <laughs> oh, man. I, I fucking love Witch House. It's I so stupid. That yeah, of course I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about me points to me loving Witch House. That's <laughs> this is this is just true. Like that the 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 current color of your hair and that one ter- that one shirt you that one top you have with the green scorpion on it like that is all anyone needs to clock you as a witch house fan. <laughs> I can't believe I'm getting clocked right now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ. We're ruthless on fear. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Christ. Oh, God. Uh, So that's going to do it for this week's episode of Fear Baiting. Sylvie, thank you so much for coming on. This was an absolute blast. And sorry about all the technical difficulties. Oh, my God, no. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to... Always happy to talk about the boy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So tune in for next... Please don't hold that against me when I forget... Uh, that this podcast exists when you ask me to come on for the sequel. So, Sylvia, I'm glad you, so I'm glad you said that because I've got an idea it. baking right now for a really great mm-hmm. podcast. Uh, you know the worst idea of all time? No. <laughs> Never heard of it. I'm not familiar. Is that like Borat Club? Yeah, you know Borat Club, at uh, least. So, uh, this is this is the Boy Rat Club. No, I'm good. Mm. Oh, uh, this movie would be better if it was the Boy Rat, though. <laughs> it, um, if... 
Brahms turned out to be like a big rat king or something. Just a oh, bunch thought, of rats. I thought you were going for the rat thing. Just like he, he he punches through the the window. He punches through the mirror and kills Cole, and then says, "Very nice." Um, I think yeah, this movie would be a lot better if it, he was just a bunch of rats. Yeah, <laughs> a bunch of really coordinated rats. That'd be so spooky. And one of them speaks English, and that's how they talked on the phone. That's great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> or it's all by chance. <laughs> <laughs> Just a wrong number. Or, you know, you know the idea of, like, a hundred monkeys on a hundred typewriters, et cetera, et cetera, for, like, a million years? It's that, but rats in haunting. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sylvia, where can people find you? If they want to hear, you. if they want to hear more of you, right? Yeah. So here's all the places you can find me on the internet. It's Twitter, Sylvie Surfer, uh, friendsthetable.net for that podcast, and then just search Google Emoji Drome. I don't think we have a website. Um, <laughs> you can find that one wherever the fuck. It's all over <laughs> the place. Um, yeah, that's that's it for me. Thank you for having me on. Nice. Absolutely. Uh, um, so. We, Sarah, do you have plugs? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we are fearbaiting on Twitter and Patreon. Patreon.com slash fearbait. Pa- sorry, Patreon.com slash fearbaiting. Uh, if you want to go there, toss us a buck. Sometimes we post episodes early. They go up there. Five bucks uh, for a single dollar, you can get that. Five bucks a month. Oh, my God, I got the hiccups. Five bucks a month, get your name out of the podcast <laughs> oh, no. and uh, a message right on the show. Ten bucks a month, uh, all that, and also you get to make us watch a movie. So thank you very much to Mogu, Ducky Aisha, Paul Moran, Kit Spindler, and Michael Kaiser. We love you all so much. Uh, we are part of the Noisepace.xyz network. Thank you very much, Matt GameCube, for being the overseer and manager of all of that. Uh, I'm going to recommend the new Noisepace joint, like I already mentioned, Nightmare and Era, with friend of the show, next week's guest, Roy Fuck Warlock. Um, it's about creepypasta. The first episode is about Jeff the Killer. I'm going to be on in like six Christian months to talk about uh, Super Mario Blood Whistle. Um, oh you can... Oh yeah, uh, our intro music was done by uh, Seda, who knocked the Schlocktober theme out of the... Po- like, the, the, the way that the Schlocktober thing happened is that we were getting together for an episode of The Wonder Yerks, and then like, I offhandedly mentioned it, and I also said, oh, by the way, Seda, we, we did not contact you nearly early enough, so do not, you don't even have to, like, think about doing this. We can just use the same music. And Seda was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. And then two days later, Seda d- put us in a group DM and was like, okay, so I may or may not have banged out a Schlocktober theme song. Listen to this. Tell me what you think. <laughs> God, that rules. We love Seda. Uh, listen to their music. Uh, people you meet outside of bars uh, or head to gaygothvibes.online for, for a link straight to that. If you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at uh, sunhatgenya. S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. Uh, I'm also on podcasts like The Wonder Yerks and Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. Uh, the Wonder Yerks I also do with the aforementioned Seda and the currently present Blair. And I, I was I also on an episode of the podcast Slappers Only to talk about... <clears throat> sorry. I was also on an episode of the podcast Slappers Only to talk about the music in Celeste. It was really good and I recommend it a lot. It was a fun episode and I went back and listened to it. Good editing on that bad boy. Nice. Uh, um, and I think that's it for me. Yes. Um, I uh, don't exist anywhere. <laughs> I don't know the Wonder Yorks, and I don't know who you people are. <laughs> I don't blame you. No plugs. <laughs> no plugs. Head empty. Yes. Um, but we will be back next week with Gremlins 2. But until then, uh, again, Sylvia, thank you for being on. And I hope you guys yeah. had a lot of fun <laughs> while I was 
<laughs> struggling with my computer. <laughs> it's, look, you, you're always having fun when you're talking about the boy. That's so tr- so true. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I have been Blair. This one is Sarah. Say hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> and remember... You can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Hell yeah. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Perfect performance across the board. <laughs> Bye.